Alright folks, so before we get into tonight's episode, I just want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, and that sponsor once again is Stamps.com. Since 1990, Stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping right to your computer. Whether you're an office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and a standard printer, no special supplies or equipment. Within minutes, you're up and running printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. And you'll get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. No traffic, no lines. Cut the confusion out, cut the confusion out of shipping with Stamps.com. Uh, new rate advisor tool, you can compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option. Save time, not my time, because this is a long ad read, and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and with our promo code POD, that's P-O-D, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage in a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in POD. That's P-O-D. Stamps.com, promo code POD, Stamps.com. Never go to the stinky post office ever again. Is it smelly? And away we go. <laughs> What's going on, folks? How we doing? Welcome into another episode of America's Hometown R. <laughs> Hope everybody is having a very uh, nice December, a spooky December, if I dare say so. Festive. Very festive. My name is Mike. I am, of course, the host of America's Hometown Horror. But, of course, I'm not alone in this spooky endeavor. No? And uh, tonight, I have one of my usual esteemed co-hosts with me in the studio. That would be Kat. How you doing? Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very good. Very good. Very excited for tonight. Yes, same. But I uh, I would be remiss if I did not give a proper introduction to my two other co-hosts for tonight's yes. episode. Um, Andrew is down in South Carolina on uh, some family business. Andrew is not here tonight, although he wishes he could be. And, uh, yeah, my two guests, you may have heard one of them on a few of our episodes before. That first one is my good buddy, Seth. How are you, my friend? I'm good, Mike. How are you doing? Very good. Very good. You may, uh, you may have heard Seth's beautiful voice on the Squeegee Life podcast yeah. in, uh, in past episodes, or I would say pretty much on every episode since yeah, the most, show started, right? Yep. Every Wednesday night, live on YouTube. Yep, yeah. Uh, 8 to 10, Wednesday nights, we, uh, we talk about really boring stuff, and, uh, yeah, come, come check it out. I will say, you say you talk about boring stuff, but it is a very uh, interesting podcast listening to you guys mess around and talk some shit, so it's, I'm a fan. I tune in. Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic. Yes. As much like this one is. Especially because <laughs> I work with you, and uh, I know somewhat a little bit about the window cleaning industry. It's nice to hear some uh, industry insight. But, 
on her first podcast ever, our first time having Seth's lovely wife and our good friend Christine on the show. Christine, how are you? What's up? How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Feeling all right? Happy to be here. Pleasure, so, pleasure. I know you uh, listen to a lot of podcasts, but uh, your first time on a podcast, I should say, right? Yes. Yes. Feeling excited? Feeling nervous? I am. Oh, the above. Well, I can assure you, very low pressure, no need to feel nervous here at all, even though Kat has a camera in your face right now. I don't have a camera reason. in anyone's face. Oh, yeah, you the just The camera's did. never yeah, intimidating. Right. Um, so, yeah, I guess, you know, as we usually ask people that are, uh, asks, as we usually ask people that are first-time guests on our show, just a couple of baseline questions. All right. I know you are scared very easily. Uh, what is your favorite scary movie? I love Saw. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. say yeah, yeah, yeah. all-time favorite Saw Two. Okay. Really love Saw. Interesting. Two. Like yes. Okay. Saw Two is good. Not quite as good as the first one. So yeah, I mean, it just goes to show. Everyone's you, opinion. The two, the, 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 the two of you are just cut from the same cloth because yeah, uh, Cat, Cat <laughs> loves Saw, and I, I love the first Saw Two, but the sequels they kind of went off the rails a little bit. So I like the torture ones for yeah. some reason. I don't like to be spooked, but I like the. Like when I watch people get tortured. How yeah. <laughs> that like mid two thousands like torture. Torture era porn that was yeah. Mm-hmm. That was that was a fun. Era, like hostile but. and all those. Yeah, yeah. torture porn era. Like the German like shepherd fighting that guy. Like ding dong off. That was yeah. funny. Oh my God. <laughs> ding dong. Little <laughs> yeah. <Pull> ding dong. <laughs> mm. See, Andrew's still here in spirit. I feel like Andrew would be uh, happy that we said ding dong. Ding dong. Uh, I, I was paying a little homage to That's Andrew. That's all right. Yes. Andrew's, Andrew's about as much here tonight as he was at this haunted attraction. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all, all, uh, all I'll say about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> more, more on that in a little bit in, uh, you know, little detail. But, uh, okay, cool. So Saw. Appreciate it. Saw 2 specifically. And uh, have you been to a haunted house before this experience the other night? I have. Okay. I went quite a few times. What is it? The Spooky World, like the one in New Hampshire? Yep. Yep. And where they have, like, three different haunted houses. Yep. Oh my gosh. I always have to like try to keep my cool. Be like, if they know that I'm scared, they're going to scare me. Right. So <laughs> pretend like I don't care. Well, I feel like it's always easy to try and scare like the the pretty blonde girls when you're walking through a haunted Absolutely. house if you're an actor there. Oh, I feel yeah. like it, it like, you know, it's much. I would. I would think that anyone that works at a haunted house would tell you it's much more fulfilling to scare the big guys because then you. It's it's like a better quality scare. Like oh, if you yeah. can. You, obviously, the girls are walking through. They're scared. They're holding on to their boyfriends. But good. All right. So that's uh, that's good to hear. We've been to Spooky World numerous times as well, which we've covered on this podcast, and uh, we're here to talk about another haunted attraction tonight. And it, which is a funny thing to say, considering that. Um, it's not October, right? It is, in fact, it's December. Uh, December. December. It is, in fact, December of the year 2021, the year of our Lord. And it's, uh, what's today? The, the 9th? 9th. Yes. The 9th? December Correct. 9th? So I'm sure you're asking yourself, dear listeners, how could we possibly be talking about a haunted attraction tonight? And let me tell you why. We had the opportunity, the pleasure, I should say, uh, this past Sunday to go to a little event up in Nashua, New Hampshire at Fright Kingdom, and it's called the Fright Before Christmas. So uh, Fright Kingdom is a very popular haunted attraction in New England that uh, obviously is open during the Halloween season, but uh, they go the extra mile, and they open for a couple of other holidays, which more on that later, but they open for Christmas and some other stuff, and we have the opportunity. It's, it's uh, basically three nights 
in December. They do it every year, and it's called The Fright Before Christmas, and we uh, had the opportunity to go through that. So I'm very excited to talk about this. It's a, uh, a unique experience, something that I would recommend to anybody that is a fan of Christmas-themed horror, Halloween, haunted attractions, and all of the above. You need to go, and you need to see this. So I, um, I guess I'll defer to my guests here, and uh, you guys are our guests. So I'll ask you guys first. I mean, without going into a ton of detail, we'll ask more questions in a little bit. What did you think of this attraction? You know, what were your expectations going in? And I guess, were they met? Did you guys have a nice time? Christine, ladies first. I will start with you. I thought it was awesome. I was not expecting it to be so big. Oh, my God, I know, right? Um. I'm like, huge. you're in there for like an hour. Yeah. Oh, yeah, easily. Getting scared the whole time. Yeah. So it's like, it was, it was cool. I give it two thumbs up. Two Woo! thumbs up? Two thumbs way, way up. Look at this. Did you, <laughs> did, did, did you prep her on the, sca- the cat scoring no, system on the way in? No. no. Okay, maybe not, because she didn't give it the cat two thumbs way, way up. Right, That's correct. usually what you do. Yeah. yeah, two thumbs way, if way up. If I knew that was a gauge, then I'd then say she, way, way. Yeah. <laughs> Seth, what about you, my friend? Um... I thought it was really cool. It was, uh, I didn't know what to expect. You know, some haunted houses are just that, you know I mean? It's kind of rinky-dink, and we got there, and, I mean, as soon as you walk in, like, the line was cool. Actually, I mean, half of the time you were in a line, you didn't realize you were in a line. It almost had, like, museum kind of set up. Then, you know, you go in a haunted house, then you go through to another line, but it's not really a line. It was really, really interesting the way they did it. It flowed really nice. Yeah. I do have to say my wife positioned herself pretty well in there. She did, was dead middle, and I think she was like set herself mm. up well to not get too scared. Uh, yeah. I could kind of hear it coming, but yep. I think they did a great job. They had people who really loved doing it, and honestly, some of the animatronics that were there were like oh my incredible. God, I, know. I, I actually had that written down. They were unbelievable. Um, They're huge. I'll, I'll talk a little bit more on that, but um, Kat, what about you? Oh, I had no idea like what I was getting myself into going into this, because mm. I feel like... There's been other haunted attractions we've been to, like, during the spooky season that were kind of like, uh, I don't know, like, they're okay. Um, certain certain ones were better than others. Uh, so I didn't really, I mean, we've never done this one before. You've talked about this for, like, years now, I feel like, right? Yep. yep. So I didn't really have any sort of expectation going in there, and I was definitely blown away. Like, it was, it was amazing. It was, yeah. you could tell that there was, like, a ton of work put into it. The people who, like, worked there really cared about everything. Everyone looked, like, costume, makeup, the whole nine was awesome. The animatronics <laughs> were great. Like, what Seth was talking about, the line, that's awesome. I mean, every every part of it, like, totally exceeded my expectations. Yeah, I, I, I agree with everything that you guys said 100%. Um, and Krampus was awesome, too. Oh, uh, I mean, anything Krampus-themed, sign me up. And I guess my one regret, and I posted about this on Instagram the day that we were up there in Nashua, um, if you were lu- if you were not at this event, uh, if you were lucky enough to be in Plymouth, our buddy Andy at Inebriart did actually host the second annual, uh, not counting 2020, the COVID 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 year. Jesus, <laughs> way to go, podcast host. Learn how to talk. Um, yeah, their second annual uh, Krampus crawl. scavenger hunt oh, yeah. bar crawl type yep. thing. Um, so it was uh, basically hosted at the BBC. Bring a canned good, you show up, and then basically they give you a scavenger hunt. You're going to go around Plymouth and do all kinds of stuff. So I saw all the snaps and all of the pictures of people doing stuff. It looked like it was a great time. I just wish that uh, I wish we were able to attend this year. 
next time we will definitely, definitely Absolutely, be yeah. Um, but I had never been to this event until the other night. Um, I've never been there for the Halloween version of this event. And now I can say that I want to go back any opportunity that I can get. This this uh, this attraction might also be the new leader in the clubhouse for me in New England. I think this is far and away the best experience that I've had. Uh, I apologize, Barrett's Haunted Mansion. I still love you guys more than anything in the world. But, I mean, just in terms of sheer scale, budget, animatronics, all the things you guys mentioned, it was just an immersive experience. It was a much from larger From start scale. to finish. I mean, it was like a yeah. theme park quality yeah. like animatronics. I was like blown away 100%, that this place could have this. 100%. It was incredibly well done. Has it all. Huge sets. Awesome actors. Great makeup. Great masks. Great costumes. And as we've mentioned before, a ton of very large and very uh, fluid animat- audio animatronic figures that are sprinkled throughout the entire event. This has to have a very large budget, I would say. I would uh, think so. Based on the, the quality of this event. And it, it, it shows, right? I think when you're walking through, it's a truly unique experience. Especially when you put in the lens of uh, the whole thing is rethemed to Christmas. Because they're open for the entire month of October. And probably, I would say, the last weekend in September, like most haunted attractions now are. And then they were able to turn this around into a Christmas-themed event in just a couple of weeks. Right. Three, four weeks. Which, I mean, in terms of, uh, you know, <laughs> just operational, operationally is incredible to think of. Like, just, they must have had people working around the clock to try and get this ready to go. Absolutely, yeah. And I know they've done it before, so they, they, have, a, they have a history of setting this up. But it's just still truly incredible to me. And this experience, I feel like it's one that you really can't get anywhere else in New England unless you feel like driving to, and I put this in quotations, you can't see this in the podcast, but Connecticut. Um, there is a place on the Connecticut and New York border called Fright Haven, which I'd like to visit someday. Uh, they're the only other place in New England that does a Christmas-themed haunted house. They also do a few other holidays as well. They do a Valentine's Day haunt and a St. Patrick's Day haunt. Um, but I just, I also just love the idea, because I'm a crazy horror fan, I love the idea of horror-themed Christmas stuff. Um, there's so much you can draw from that, whether it's like Krampus and everything you saw in there, right? Like, you know, weird, crazy elves, like demonic Santa Clauses, zombie, you know, reindeer, I all like the stuff the that was in that there. Went on their back and did that, like, like the little yes. things with their fingers. They yep. had the little, like, clinky things. So and they I, were just crab I was walking tr- around. I was trying to figure out what they had, and they were definitely, like, running and getting a running start and rolling. So I think they had, like, ro- like, like wheels on their on their elbows and knees, and then they had things on their fingers that they could use to like scrape along so the ground cool. and make sounds. Oh my god! So you had like similar to Barrett's, you had like actors out, like roaming actors on the outside, like walking around trying to scare you. The entire outside of the house was themed to Christmas, which is incredible. They had like you know slowed down, grainy Christmas music playing the outside. It, it made you really feel like it wasn't just a Halloween event. It was a Halloween oh, event that was rethemed well, yeah, to Christmas. God you bless the, you. Yeah, the carolers, which were kind of cool. Oh, you know I'm mean? so glad you yeah. brought that up. Yeah, the that, carolers so was like cool. an, a yeah. really nice touch, but like yeah. the four haunted houses, I mean, it was just, it was huge. Yeah. I mean, I walked in, I had no idea what to expect. We go through the first one, I'm like, oh, that was cool. And I'm like, we're still, we're still Holy inside shit. the building. Like, how much where, more do we have yeah, to go? Where else are we going? going? Yeah. yeah, there were a few times where I was like, my God, how long is this? Me too. Yeah. Like, how long is this? We were, we definitely were in there for the better part of an hour. 
Yeah, no like doubt 45 about it. minutes to an hour. Because our time easily. slot was 6.30. I think we probably got into the outside line maybe like 6.40 or something yep. like that after we all like went yeah. to the bathroom, like hung out for a little bit. We got in. We were probably in in the actual inside part by 7. Yeah. Yeah, at the latest. And then. we were out of there by like, like I mean, eight? almost 8. Yeah, I think like almost 8 o'clock. So it was, it's, it's. Worth every penny. It's, yeah, it is absolutely. a a truly uh, worthwhile experience. Something worth spending your money on. And I, I had an absolute blast. I would say if you're a fan of haunted attractions, you need to go. If you're a fan of Halloween, you need to go. And especially if you want to celebrate Christmas in a much different way than ever before, uh, you simply must go. Even if you're not, it's just an awesome experience. It's fun. Like, like you could, like, I mean, I wouldn't bring little, little ones there. But no. Like, if you got, like, it was 12, pretty intense. If you got 12, 13 year olds that, like, you know, somewhere in that range, you could go and have, like, a really good time. Absolutely. I also think the actors in there gauged people pretty well mm-hmm. on who to really kind of give it to and who not. Yeah. So I felt like, you know, they were pretty safe, except for the girl in front of us who screamed at absolutely everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. I could hear her. I'm like, well, something's coming up because yeah. she's screaming. Yeah. <laughs> but, and it's, a, it's like a type of thing, like, you know, you can make a day out of it, like we did. And uh, I know, so we talked about it in the last podcast we did that I volunteered to be the DD for that day. And basically we went up, we watched football at a place, we watched the 1 o'clock games, and then we went to another place for the 4 o'clock games. And part of the 4 o'clock games. Part of the 4 o'clock games. And then, you know, we had some good food, good drink, hung out, had a good time, and then we went and we did this and we came home. We were home by, like, 9... 15, 9.30. Yeah. Like, it was great. It was worth yeah. it. And, like, honestly, like, people think New Hampshire. Like, it's Nashville, New Hampshire, so it's right over the Massachusetts border. It took us probably from Plymouth an hour and 20 minutes to get there. And, Christine, I know you're from the North Shore, so it's, like, it's really not that far. Yeah, and you, yeah. you, you know, don't like, even have to make a day of it. You could hang out on Sunday, leave at 4 o'clock, get up there, get a quick bite, oh, and for then sure. go. You yeah, know? you mean, don't even have to do, like, what we did. You we, can I mean, I love what like, we did, but, yeah. like, honestly, the options are there for whatever. Both bars were really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the first Bart's bar. What was the name of it? Thirsty Moose. That the Thirsty Moose. Awesome. Yeah, we went to the Thirsty Moose first. That was uh, good. Ton of beers on tap. Some good food. Tons of beers. Uh, yeah. Tons of TVs, so which uh, they, they have like game. they have it like old school. So it's not red zone. It's all the games on all the TVs. So it was like tough to figure out what to watch. Yeah. And the other bar, uh, we were actually talking to the owner, you and I, Seth, uh, yep. Casey, Casey McGee's, yep. which is in downtown Nashua. That place was awesome. Yeah, too. they got great karaoke. Yeah, I guess really, they do really a lot cool of live stuff. Music. So if you like that, and yeah, in the area. Yep. Check it out. You can always get, you can get a nice pour of Guinness there. Yep. Uh, Andrew was drinking some black and tans. Irish nachos. Uh, couple, Irish nachos. Was. A couple too many. Yeah, 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 <laughs> it certainly was. <laughs> certainly did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Andrew. Andy boy. We'll miss you. We'll see you next week when you get back. Um, so just a couple of quick facts about Fright Kingdom before we talk a little bit more about what we thought of the event. Um, from what I can tell you, Fright Kingdom is, according to them, New England's largest indoor haunted attraction. That makes sense. features five huge haunted attractions of pure, terrifying entertainment. Just to put it into perspective, last year, so I mentioned they do the Fright Before Christmas every year. December of 2020, they actually had to postpone this event due to fucking stupid COVID horseshit. And they actually had it uh, this past July. Oh really? That's so they called it the fright before Christmas in July, and it was uh, it was held on uh, between July 16th and July 18th. So again, three nights again. So a limited event that you could only go uh, three nights. I actually wanted to go to this, uh, but I was in Las Vegas for a bachelor party that weekend, oh, so that yeah. kind of took precedence over it. I mean, woe is me, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Bummer. Life you live. Bummer. 
Um, but when this attraction is not in Christmas mode, here are the attractions inside this gigantic warehouse. And when I say gigantic, it's gigantic. So uh, the things essentially that we walk through, here's what they're themed to, you know, the rest of the Halloween season. So one of them is called uh, Z Apocalypse, which is zombie themed. The other one is called The Abandoned. Uh, one of the other ones is called Blood Mare Manor. The other one's called Psycho Circus. And then they also have a Monster Midway, which we kind of saw on the outside, which has like vendors and food and shops and all that stuff. So it's a, it's a lot of stuff to experience. And I would also argue that the experience of waiting in line, as you already mentioned, Seth, is another attraction in and of itself. Because I, walking through, as a horror fan, I mean, you guys saw me. I was at the front of the line. I had my phone out. I was snapping pictures every 35 seconds of everything that we walked past. I put a bunch of them on Instagram. So if you're listening to this episode, you can go on our Instagram page. You can see everything that I took. I got some good photos. But, like, you walk inside, and essentially the first part of the line is all... They have, like, almost like a little mini horror museum with, like, movie props and sets they had like a they had Samara and they had Pennywise Samara and they had um they had uh, Freddie, Michael and Jason mm-hmm. like all in different displays scenes, yeah. and they're all wearing christmas hats like it's it was all rethemed to christmas right so like you know a ton of stuff that you can take pictures of it's just really really cool if you're a horror fan and it didn't make you feel like you were waiting in line like i felt like that was part of the experience when you got in there right kept you entertained the entire the entire time um, and there were also roaming actors in there. Like we got an awesome picture with uh, Krampus. Ah, uh, yeah. Me, you, and Andrew mm-hmm. uh, when we were in there. <laughs> that was uh, pretty good. The soul of Andrew. Yeah, the soul of Andrew. So I, 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 I don't want to, I don't want to Andrew's not here to defend himself. Andrew had a little bit too much he to drink. So uh, Andrew, <laughs> Andrew had a uh, tough time going through this. But uh, Andrew, we miss you. Like I said, you'll be back. He made it. Yeah, he, he made, made it. it. He made we it all made it. He made we it all made it. He made it through. <laughs> and. Uh, so, in addition to the Halloween season, Fright Kingdom obviously hosts the Fright Before Christmas, which we went to. Um, but they also host a one-night-only event in February that is Valentine's Day themed. And it's called Be Mine Forever. And they retheme the entire event to Valentine's Do Day. you die in there? So, like, demon <laughs> cupids. <laughs> and, I don't know. I, I, I've never been. Be Mine Forever. I would love, right? love yeah. to go. It sounds awesome. Honestly, like, they got me with this. Like, I would go to anything that they did if they redid it for anything. Yeah, they kind of won me over there. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm, but, like, don't you think, like, Till Death Do Us Part might have been, like, I don't know. Maybe they did that last year or It might have. There's probably another haunted attraction named like, that if that I had to think scary. of, like, something like that. Maybe they couldn't get the name. I have no idea. Oh, uh, yeah. There yeah, could be something true. that's, like, uh, like copyright. A copyright thing. Yeah. Be they get you when you're big. And I, honestly, to be honest with you, I feel like it was almost Disney quality in the way of, like, where the line is also an attraction. They did a really good job at that, right? I yeah. was saying... While we were walking through, I was like, this reminds me of, like, It's a Small World, but, like, horror-themed. Yeah. And I loved it. Yeah. It, like, made it kind of, like, kid-friendly, too, because it's like, oh. Like, it just keeps you entertained the whole time, and you're just looking at all these animatronics that are, like, cool. The the highlights for me in that first part that we walked in, uh, as you walk around... First one was the audio animatronic band that they had yeah. that was playing Christmas oh, yeah. music. Yep. That was awesome. Then they had the gi-fucking-gantic uh, Krampus animatronic that was, like, dangling the kid oh, by yeah. his legs. Yeah. Yeah. That was unbelievable. I got a great picture of that. And then also, you come around the corner, you're looking at more of these sets, and then they had, Seth, you mentioned it, those um, carolers that were dressed up like zombies with masks. 
and they were singing Christmas carols. Like there was like five of them, like actually singing, yeah. and it was like so cool. Like it just it 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 took like it almost reminded me of a Nightmare Before Christmas, something that like blends the two the two holidays. Probably my two favorite holidays. So and probably well a great together. movie that you love. It is a great movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a great movie. But I, I was just blown away. It was just such. It was so well done. I honestly, I I can't sing its praises high enough. You know, that's just my opinion. Um, last fact that I had. Last but certainly not least, Fright Kingdom, kind of a celebrity, kind of famous. It was uh, featured in the 2020 Netflix film Hubie Halloween. Oh, you guys see this movie? Oh, they had so much of that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. I was like, why did they love so, that? Um, so, uh, <clears throat> so, that, so, like, if you watch that movie, and I, I'm going to go back and watch it now, but, like, yeah. some of the scenes that we walked through are actually featured in that movie. It was That movie was filmed on location in Salem. Ton of good people, like the usual Sandler people. So like Steve Buscemi, yeah. you know Tim Meadows, yeah. Maya Rudolph, like all those, all people. those people. Yep. Um, so, but it wasn't actually shot on location at Fright Kingdom in Nashua. So what they actually did, and I, I researched this, some of the sets from the haunted house were actually disassembled and brought to Massachusetts, uh, where the movie was being filmed. So they took them off site from Nashua, brought them to Mass reset them up and then reshot the movie for scenes with Adam Sandler and Ray Liotta walking through this haunted attraction. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. cool. Pretty cool. Um, and also, you know, we saw a nod to this when you were walking in line. You saw the posters for Hubie Halloween. They had the cardboard cutout standee of Adam Sandler. So, like, you, it's like a that little nod to that. Sense, so, like, yeah. if you if you weren't familiar with the movie, you might be like, what the fuck is this? But, like, if now knowing that, you know that. So, if you watch that movie... Look for the uh, Fright Kingdom sets in there. You'll definitely see them. Now you know. You know. Cool. Now if you don't know, now, now you, you know, know, baby. Now you know. <laughs> All right. Uh, so in terms of tickets and getting in, unfortunately, if you're listening to this right now, uh, you can't get in because the event's over. It was only for three nights, as I mentioned before. It was uh, from December 3rd to December 5th. We went on December 5th, the Sunday. It was $30 to get in. Uh, same as the ticket price for the regular Halloween season, which I feel like for $30... That's fair. Very fair. That is more than fair. For quite an hour of entertainment. Um, yeah. $30 for an hour of awesome Halloween fun? That's fucking great. Sign me the fuck up. I'm sure they were sold out any day weekend, the too. Week. So I, I was wondering that, too, but, like, so on our way out, right, because we had the earliest time slot available, so mm-hmm. there were people in line for the 6.30 time slot, the 7 o'clock time slot. We were walking out. There was, like, nobody in line. So I wonder... No, but there's all those people coming towards us as we were leaving, too. Yeah, I just didn't feel like it was as packed as when we first got there. Oh. Maybe, yeah, the, the, maybe the crowds weren't as... Yeah, but probably the most... It's also Sunday. Like, people True. on a Sunday aren't really actually going out late. I bet it's Friday night and Saturday night are their biggest... Probably night. was, oh, probably yeah. was mobbed. Mobbed. Yeah. mobbed. And it was also very cold the night that we went there. Yeah. So that probably had an effect on it as well. Um, but, yeah, I think it's a great value given the amount of attractions that they have. And I think... Like, like I mentioned, I think it definitely put, took us the better part of an hour to get through that, which, yep. you know, um, it's awesome. And you had to, uh, like, just so you know, ticketing, I don't know if it's going to be the same moving forward, but because of COVID, you had to pick a, a time slot to walk through. Maybe it won't be like that next year, but just so you know, that's how we had to buy the tickets this year. Yeah, so I guess now we can talk a little bit more about what we thought about the overall experience. You know, we kind of talked about it a little bit. We can go into more detail here. Um, crack away, my yep. folks. Crack away. Um, I already know the answer in my mind to this. Did you guys feel like 
that this was themed enough to Christmas, or did it feel more like a Halloween event to you? Christine, I'll start with you. I think the in-betweens were very Christmassy, like the, like as you're going through and like all the like people outside of the haunted houses. Mm-hmm. Didn't really think that the haunted houses themselves were Christmas themed. Yeah, aside from the costumes, I kind of agree with you. There were a few scenes where I thought that like they there were a few they put like some snow in there and some Christmas lights that type of stuff. So they did like a good job. They like fluffed them up a little bit. But like like the one that lost me, for instance, was the three D like circus that was, themed one. Yes. Which is, is, is very cool. It's very tough. To, like you can't redo that entire thing for Christmas in a month. You you just can't. So you gotta do the best you can to retheme it. That was the only one that I felt that was like totally not at all Christmassy, but I felt like everything else was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's almost weird. I almost feel like that one was my favorite one. Yes. Maybe because Same. it wasn't Christmassy. This mm-hmm. is why I loved it. Yeah. I mean it was still great. A ton of it was Christmassy. I had I had a blast. I think one of the things that they did was maybe they kept stuff up from Halloween and just kind of fluffed it up to be a little bit Christmassy, but then they dressed up all the characters to be Christmas-themed, which kind of made it feel more Mm Christmassy because they just kind of wandered around through everything. But, yeah, the whole actual, like, houses or scare zones or whatever you want to call them, like, the in-betweens were Christmassy, like, where they did all the little, like, fences and all that stuff. They really... Made that Christmas. I thought that really was the part where they shined. Like, uh, we already mentioned the carolers. That was unbelievable. And then also, uh, uh, if you guys remember, like, when we walked over, I think it was the second attraction where we were kind of in line for a little bit. We walked over that, like, uphill bridge and we came down. And when it was finally the turn for our group, it was kind of like that guy who was like a like a London, like, Christmas-themed, uh, like, hobo, yeah. and he was yes. like, is this your first time here? Oh, me too. They don't even know I'm here, so shh. And he had, like, a little, he had, like, a fake, like, bag of booze and, like, a paper bag, and he was, yeah. like, drinking out of it, and he's like, okay, how many in your group? And well, like, just, just like, five. Like... <laughs> 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 oh, Andrew. Oh, Andrew. But, um, I mean, I, I, I just, like... Yeah. I'm getting all my shots in um, while he's just, out here. Just, He's going to punch just me in the re- nose re- when he remem- gets remember, <laughs> remember this when Andrew busts your balls later, because you're going to be like... He owes me. It's payback. Um, <laughs> um, outside was themed great to Christmas. Uh, all the Christmas lights that were up, all the decorations on the outside were all themed to Christmas. So I, I thought overall, I-, I didn't think it was... I didn't think that it was uh, not very much themed to Christmas. They did a good job. I guess is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Nice. Without, yeah. With so, so many words. Thanks, Kat. <laughs> yeah, because we know that you're very good with words as well. Great. Yes. Great. <laughs> oh, great. All right, guys. Did you have a favorite part or a favorite section of the house? I guess I'll toss it to whoever wants to go first. Christine, if you want to go. I was trying to think of this on my way here. I think overall that 3D haunted house was yeah. so bomb. It was really cool. But I was also like Feeling myself, and <laughs> got really tripped up when it, it was like that tunnel. Yeah, but it's like spinning, and I felt like I was gonna freaking tip over. I know. <laughs> I felt you. You grabbed the back of my sweatshirt and pulled me against the railing. Yes. I was like, oh, all right, well, let's go. Yeah, that was a ton of fun. I, I think um, the manor one was probably one of my favorite ones because that. 
I actually, someone legitimately like scared the crap out of me. <laughs> the only time I went, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was, uh, I thought that one was the most well done, but I really did like the 3D one too. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm going to third that. Okay. Um, the 3D one's awesome. I love those ones. Those are, like, even at Spooky World, they have one like that. Like, that one's always my favorite one whenever they give you the 3D glasses. I kind of hate 3D things, but it's not really, it's kind of 3D, but, like, I hate going to 3D movie. I don't know. I just, I hate the whole, I don't know. But, but those, but I do I feel love like, it. I, feel I like, like the most, the I feel like thing. most haunted attractions you go to now, there's at least some element of 3D. Obviously, yeah. Spooky World there is, at this attraction there is. It, it's, it's very common. It's very common to see a 3D haunted house. Um, for me... No, what about you, Mike? I'm trying to think. I, I, there were so many parts that I liked. I don't, I don't know if I have an exact favorite, but I, I honestly, I just thought the in-between experiences where you're walking through and there were a lot of animatronics and just, like, the actors that were themed at Christmas interacting with you while you were in line was great. But I also really liked a lot of the costumes and the masks, which... Leads me directly into my next question. I'll go into it here. I'll start here. Uh, did you have a favorite actor, a favorite mask, or a favorite costume? And I had quite a few. Obviously, Krampus is uh, holds a near and dear place to my heart. But I think it was one of the first rooms that we walked through in the first section of their haunted houses. Um, the... Uh, the people that were dressed up like gingerbread men with like the big circular heads. Oh yeah, heads. those were great. I forgot about those. Those were awesome. Yeah. And then there's actually also um, uh, an actor. I think she's been at Spooky World and or Barrett's uh, that follows our account on Instagram. She was dressed up like a penguin, a scary penguin in one of the houses and one of the rooms in the house. I don't know if you guys saw that, but she that. was she was in there. I thought cool. that was a really cool costume too. And also, like I feel like I I forgot like forgot about this. My favorite parts, anything animatronic related. I'm just fascinated by those. You know, have, being a, th- a fan of theme parks, I find those to be the most incredible things that some of the mo- the more expensive theme parks like Disney World and Universal do. And I, I just thought it was incredible to see the level of audio animatronic figures that were at this event. Like in fucking Nashua, New Hampshire. That was incredible. Such a weird spot. To yeah, be like a really good place. Especially just right? like the gigantic one outside, like right by the huge. entrance. Yeah, huge, it's enormous, huge, thirty feet tall. Move it, full movement. Yeah, oh yeah, like, thirty huge. feet tall, yeah. fifteen feet wide. I mean, it, it was a big deal. I was like, yeah. oh, that's cool. They put like you know they're trying to get you to come in, then you go inside, and it's still like great quality. Yeah, yeah. I, I loved that. Um, Mike might remember this reference from like. Some of the guys who were dressed up like the bad guys in the old Batman movies from the 90s. Yep. Do you remember that? Like, they had yes. like that look with, like, uh, well, what's the one with Penguin? Uh, uh, Keaton, Returns. Keaton. Returns. Okay, yeah. Keaton yeah. wasn't in that one. That was... Uh, that was Keaton. Was, was it Keaton the one with the Penguin? Returns? Yeah. Okay. Kilmer, yeah. Kil- Kilmer was, in, was in Batman Forever. Yeah, okay. It was Forever was that. Yeah. It reminded me of, like, playing, like, Super Nintendo and, like, beating up. Like, they yeah. had that kind of look yeah. to them. They were really cool. Awesome. I dug that one. Okay. Christine, what about you? Did you have a favorite costume? Favorite makeup, favorite actor, favorite something that you saw? I thought that the guys running around on their, like, hands and knees, like, in the crab, like, yeah, outside. crab walk, they were spooky. Like, they scared me. I'm like, get away from me. <laughs> Those guys were awesome. Yeah. I loved them. They were good. They were, like, they all stayed in character, like, super well, too. 
That's what I loved about it. Yeah, I yeah. loved the same thing. I was like, oh, these people aren't, like, even, like, you'd go up to them or, like, go, <laughs> and they wouldn't say anything back. They would say nothing back. <laughs> I was so afraid. I was like, what's up? Like, to all right? of them, like, yeah. okay, what's up? There was someone following me at one point. I think he was some crazy clown something. Were they following you or following Andrew? No, Dave? they were following me because <laughs> I was pushing Andrew forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kat, what about you? Did you uh, have anything that you uh, stood out to you in terms of makeup or costuming? I just thought all the, like, the, I mean, I know that everyone had to obviously follow, like, CDC protocols and, like, wear masks and stuff. So I feel like for them to be able to improvise and still do, like, a really good job with their makeup and stuff, it was awesome. Were they all wearing masks? I think they most all were. Of, they all were. I was, so like, you- I was like, I don't think I remember seeing anyone's, like, like lips or I didn't anything. Even think of that. Yeah. yeah. So that's one thing I actually meant to mention at the beginning of it. So you obviously this this year you needed to wear a mask the entire time that you were inside. Um, I'm hoping to God that next year that's not a requirement if we're past this in the world. But who knows? <laughs> having been to haunted attractions during COVID, I feel like in certain ones it's very much easy to see that the actors are wearing masks. Which I felt like for me takes a bit of the immersion away. For this, I feel like I couldn't even tell. No, like, it, like they were so well done. I had I no idea. Know. I actually it was didn't great. Yeah, that. it was I'm great. Thinking about it, I'm like, oh yeah, they had to be. They did, mm-hmm. yeah. Grape. It was awesome. Um, so actually, and and there was something else that I just thought of, and it takes me to my next question, um, which was, did any of you guys get scared? And if so, how many times? Which I already know the answer because we all got scared at various points. Um, one of the most awesome scenes for me, there were two that I thought of. I got scared multiple times because I was walking at the front. I kept uh, continuing to look back for a reason. And there were several times when I was looking back and all of a sudden I would turn around and somebody would be in my face. So I felt like I got scared a little bit more than I normally would in a haunted attraction because I didn't see the scares coming. But there are two scares in particular that I'm thinking of, and Seth, you remember both of them because you were behind me and you saw them both. <laughs> One of them, there was a, a room that we walked through, and there was like a, a scary elf guy in the ceiling. And he was just like sitting there, and you could tell that it was an actor and he was moving. And when we were about to walk into the next room, he dropped down a stocking on a string right in our face. I was just like, holy shit, that fucking got me really, really good. And I thought probably the most innovative and creative scare that I got, I, I don't know, I, I don't think it got me. It got one of it you got guys, me. though. It definitely got me. So, like, picture end. picture a, like, a, um, a lit-up Christmas tree prop that is hollow on the inside. There was somebody crouched inside of this thing wearing a completely black head-to-toe getup. And it was a black room, so you couldn't see them. And all of a sudden, they got up from inside that Christmas tree and, sk- and like, yelled and screamed. And they got one of us. I'm oh, that like, wasn't what like, I was talking about. That's what I was talking about. Oh, but that was a good one. You. That was a good scare. Very good scare. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think it got you. I remember that. Yeah. It was, I, I saw it because Mike saw it. Yeah. And then... You were too short to see over me, and I just kind of slid out of the way. Yeah, Wait, I, 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 it did get me because now I, I'm looking like I'm like rewinding my brain, being like, "Oh, wait a minute!" Because I remember being like, "I thought that was a Christmas tree. Oh, I yeah. thought that was a yeah. Christmas tree." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was like, yep. I was like, "Oh yep. my god!" No, and that definitely Andrew was, was like, me. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know who else got me? It's that that 
person on the bungee thing. Oh, oh I yeah. forgot about that. Oh my that god! One. And then I didn't it, know they were like, bungees. Yeah. Yeah, and then it like squirted air at you. Yes, like an air cannon, and they were on bungee cords. That was fucking so cool. (laughs) Squirt. Squirtle. Very, very cool. That head that dropped out of the ceiling when your head was turned, and then you turned back around. Whoa! In your face. I think that mostly just scared you because you weren't ready for it. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. What about uh, about everybody else? Anything else? Christine? Um, I don't remember in particular what scared me the most but i know that i got like spooked multiple times yeah okay fair enough <laughs> yeah i could always Cat tell when stuff. she got scared just like a quick grab on the back of my sweatshirt and like, oh, she's a little nervous <laughs> andrew scared me most of the time so <laughs> yeah, you, you know what else freaked me out because i'm a bit claustrophobic was the part when we were walking through like the circus themed house Oh, the and the um, the red and white themed tent where essentially oh, we had right. to, the entire thing, you were like, what? Like pulling through like red and white yeah. tarps yeah. to try and get out of it. I was just like, okay, I'm ready for this to be done. I want to get out of here yeah, now. Like, I, let's I, fucking, I'm, come, I'm <laughs> st- sober as a judge. Get me out of here right That's now. That's funny you say that because I feel like that was the weakest point. Because I remember seeing that and being like, oh, this is just kind oh, of that like. Freak, that freaked me the see, fuck but out. You, I forget that you're like claustrophobic and mm. whatever and you just want to get the hell out of there. Yeah, but. I couldn't get out of there fast enough. I, I was also I at the end was, so I could uh, follow everyone else. Like versus you being like leading the way not knowing where yeah, to go. Yeah, I thought so, that was freaky. That I thought that was definitely scary. freaky. Um, any other scares you guys want to talk about? Did we cover them all? I had that one guy that was like crouched behind you. I couldn't see. Mike is, I don't know if anyone's seen this, but Mike's not a small guy. Mike's probably 6'2", 6'3". And I couldn't see around him, and I was, like, looking. It was, like, a corner turn, like, obviously where they get you. So I'm looking at every corner. But he was crouched and then popped up and then just kind of, like, grabbed me. And I was like, I didn't see him until he grabbed me. I thought it was you. And I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I didn't want to scream, like, oh, my God. But, like, I almost, <laughs> like, on the inside. I, I would have loved that. Yeah. that I would have awesome. loved it if you did. I was the only one he got me, and I had no idea who was grabbing me. And I just he just stared at me, and I was like, I can't scream like a girl. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, would you guys go back? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, go back yeah. like this weekend. That's I mean. a yeah for me, dog. <laughs> yeah. So obviously we mentioned, uh, obviously they're open for Halloween. They're open for Valentine's Day as well. Would you guys consider this to be a uh, potential uh, Valentine's Day themed uh, date? That'd be really romantic. It would be really romantic. If we're not right? in Florida. <laughs> yeah, if we're not in Florida and if. See, the St. Patrick's Day one has interest to me. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that would be kind of fun. See, so, okay, so I, um, I I fucked up the, um, so I got them confused. So there's Fright Kingdom in Nashua. Okay. They do Christmas and Valentine's Day. There is a Fright Haven in Connecticut. Uh, that does St. Patrick's Day. They do Day. Halloween, Christmas, Valentine's Day, and St. Patrick's Day. I researched it. It's like a three and a half hour drive. It's like on the New York yeah, line. Yeah, so it's a little bit far. The St. Patrick's Day one, though, I'm into, obviously. I would love to see that with like, you know, uh, banshees and, and fucking leprechauns and yeah. all that shit. I'd be down. That's like a weekend. But I, I honestly, I feel like I would go back to this every Halloween. I mean, I would go to Halloween and even honestly. Like I, I, I want to see this done for Halloween strictly now, having gone to this for the yeah, first time. I would go to the Christmas, Christmas one again. Too. I would too. Yeah. I, honestly, I, I feel like this might be like. Almost like Gremlins for me. Right. Gremlins is a yearly December yeah. rewatch. I would do this every fucking year. Yeah. I, I had so much fun. And uh, I'm glad you guys came with, and I hope you guys had as good of a time as we did, we, too. We did. We had a great yeah. time. It was a blast. Perfect. Yeah, it was Perfect. a good day. Maybe, maybe next times. time Andrew can come. I hope Andrew, <laughs> I hope Andrew comes next time and he can, uh, he can remember it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'd say. That's what I'd say. <laughs> guys. Hey, Andrew, miss you so much. <laughs> 
Guys, any final thoughts on Fright Kingdom, the Fright Before Christmas, before we put a bow on this bitch? Christine. No, I think it was awesome for someone that doesn't like to be scared. I had a great time. There you go. You heard it, you heard it there first. So, fun for casual horror fans. Yes. Which I feel like is essential for this, for something like this. You can't just appeal to hardcore horror fans. You have to appeal to everybody. And there were a lot of kids there too. Like yeah. it's it was scary, but it wasn't like that scary. Like you could you could go. I it's they, fun. I think they like took it down a little bit for Christmas and. I mean, it was a great time. We had I had no idea what to expect, and then I had a great day. So, chalk it up to that. <laughs> All right. Kat? I think that as a horror fan and a horror podcaster, to have something to go to beyond the Halloween season is awesome! Like, it's so fun! I'm with you. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can actually go to, like, a haunted house in December or February or March. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't they do one a month? You Somewhere, could, I, I mean, I, they I'm should. amazed. Like, so I, I would think you could do you could do an Easter one with Easter bunnies. Oh, absolutely. You could do, I mean, May and June. Well, if you think of like when we went to Halloween July, Nights, and yeah. they had the holiday haunted house, and they had every holiday. I remember so that. We went it's to called, Halloween. It was called H and R Blood and Guts. H R Blood and Guts <laughs> Holidays of Horror. So they had remember. like a turkey one where they were carving up like a body, and they mm-hmm. had the Easter bunnies that were super weird looking and crazy Santa with Krampus and all this stuff. Yeah. And then they had Halloween. They had like yeah. All of this crazy messed up stuff in one little haunted house. And I was like, that was really creative. Yeah. But now, like, seeing Krampus Haunted House, I'm like, why don't they do that for, like, every holiday? Yeah. I mean, I would just say as a fan of the haunt industry and, and being scared and horror movie and all things horror, I think it's a it's we need more of this. It's a great idea to do this outside of the Halloween season. I would imagine that there is a huge interest in this, and I, I hope they made a lot of money. There should be more things like this. I would love to see more haunted attractions do this. But with that being said, I think this is a truly, as I mentioned, truly unique experience. That if you like horror, if you like haunted attractions, if you like Halloween, if you like Christmas, you got to try it. you got to do it at least once. So go see Fright Kingdom, whether it's in October, whether it's in February, whether it's in December. Go see them. Go do it. It's an awesome, awesome, awesome haunted attraction that I cannot recommend enough. And uh, go to our Instagram page and look at some of the photos that I took, which I have way, way, way more, but those were the best ones that I took. It's just a fucking phenomenal experience. So that's what I'd say. To wrap things up. I say, I say, I say. All right. <laughs> I say, I say, I say, I say. I say, boy. All right, folks. So I think it's going to do it for another episode of America's Hometown Heart. We'll be back next week, hopefully with Andrew, if he makes it back alive from yeah. South Carolina. Uh, my name is Mike. I have been joined by my co-hosts, uh, Kat... Seth and Christine, guys, thanks so much for coming on. You're and welcome. I hope you had a good time. Hope <laughs> you enjoyed it. Thank yeah, you. Great time. Uh, if you're interested in more of the random bullshit that we have to say, here's where you can find us on the following social media platforms, including our website, ahpod.com. That's A-H-H-P-O-D.com. You can also find us on Facebook and YouTube. Just go on there, search for America's Hometown Horror, and you will find us. We'll pop up, subscribe, like, mash the bell, do whatever the fuck you want. Also, uh, we're on Twitter at Hometown Horror, and we're on Instagram, which is probably where we're the most active. We are at Hometown Horror Pod. And if you feel so inclined, you can shoot us an email at hometownhorrorpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find our show, hey, guess what? Wherever you're listening to us right now. But we're also on Apple, Google, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, and wherever the fuck else you make it your podcasts. So how about that? We're everywhere. Guys, thanks again. Can't thank you enough. Hope you had fun tonight, as much fun as you had at the Haunted Attraction on Sunday. And, uh... Oh, that much fun. 
Say goodbye to your <laughs> listeners, folks. Bye. Bye. Adios, muchachos. Good evening. <laughs> now we should say what Andrew usually says. What does Andrew say? Uh, goodbye, you worms. Uh. Hey, everyone. It's Mike from America's Hometown Horror. I just wanted to say thank you again for listening to another episode of our show because, of course, we would be nothing without you listeners. If you are interested in more local Plymouth podcasts, I would highly recommend you check out uh, some shows by our cohorts on the Inebriart Podcast Network. That's right, the Inebriart Podcast Network, folks. In addition to America's Hometown Horror, you can find the Inebriart Podcast, Bar Talk, Theme Park Legends, Retro Redoctopus, and Old Colony Cast. Head on over and give them a listen.